0: Hello listeners, this is Brian Silliman from of the Pod. Welcome. I'd just like to start out this episode by saying, well, this one is a long one. We're still figuring out how to cover an entire season of The Clone Wars in one episode, and let's just say this one got a little bit away from us. We also have some divergences along the way that we should have seen coming, but just didn't. And some that we saw coming, fully acknowledged, and then just let happen anyway. So it's a long one, it's a weird one. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jabba the Pod Spotchka Nights. We're sorry. (laughs) This is Jabba the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Sci-Fi Wire's Job of the Pod, our weekly Star Wars podcast where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away. Every generation has a legend, every legend has a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, disgraced former Jedi and Force mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me, as always, are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassins Guild member-turned-droids rights activist Caitlin Bush.
1: Hello there.
0: And the man who lets us record on his starship and never lets us forget it. The smuggler with a not so secret heart of gold, Captain of the Star Benjamin, Matt Romano. Hello, Nerf Herders. Also with us, of course, is our protocol droid, Y1RZZ, a.k.a. Wires, human podcast relations, Gopher Wires. Oh, hello, sir. I am pleased to report that I have nothing to report. Damn. Great. Wow. That's great. Uh, relief for once. Um, so, we're recording this episode on January 17th. You probably aren't going to be listening to it at, at least until January 21st. This is because it's a holiday weekend, so we're recording a little early. So, if there are big revelations about Snokes and Jars that oh, happened man. between now and the release, we didn't skip it. We just didn't know about it. Um, so, we're You we're, didn't know about it. Wow. Wow. It's. it's so close to the beginning of the episode, and already <laughs> shots fire. We're kicking back here. We've we're landed. We're we're kicking back. It's uh, this, if this episode, you know, is pretty much if we were a late night show, this would be Jabba late night. Yeah, Spotchka nights. We're here. We're enjoying. We're kicking back. M- Matt, your Twi'lek wife, who I have made up with. Yeah, everything's are, good now. We're we fine. Yeah, that was we're nice. We're all fine here now. Those flowers
2: you sent were really nice. It was. A, it was a they great were, moment. They it was, were I wish nice. you
1: all could have seen it. There was a hug. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was there nice. was a
0: hug. It lingered a little bit, but we won't get a into little that. too long. Um, yeah, but uh, but it's nice. So we're we're kicking back. Uh, Matt and Caitlin are enjoying some spatchka. Yep. Matt is now bootlegging his own spatchka. I'm enjoying some mugan tea, but it is without. The Slavin, so worry not. <laughs> um we we'll get to that when we get to Clone Wars season three anyway. Uh so we're kicking back, we hope you are too. Now let's go to some news on the march. News on the march First up, big milestone, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker has officially passed one billion globally. Not wow. really a surprise.
1: Not a surprise. It did take 28 days to do it.
0: It took 28 days and... Um, now, is that crazy? No, that's crazy. Well, t- I'm,
1: here's the thing. It took Avengers Endgame five
2: days. Ooh, wow. That's Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Well, that's Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I
1: mean, mean, and you know... Avengers Endgame. You know, $1 billion. Granted, these are giant franchises that's going to happen no matter what. It just took yeah. a little... It took its time. It yeah. took
0: a copy of the movie 28 days <laughs> it took its time. for it to happen. And now, 28 days later, we will get another billion. Do you think? that joke's going nowhere. Uh, anyway, um but it's welcome <laughs> to the 1 billion club and, and and a lot of it's overseas but uh it's considerable domestic it's still just out you know it's still like very high up in theaters it doesn't yes, really Star
1: Wars movie made money. I am shocked.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm astonished. I um, truly just taken aback. Um casting rumor madness for The Mandalorian. Oh,
1: Mandalorian
0: season 2. There were these two screenshots Of headshots and actors and the roles they're playing. They popped up on Twitter. They popped up at a couple other places. We can get no confirmation that any of this is real.
1: Yeah, like please note with a grain of salt, a huge shaker of salt. There is absolutely no confirmation whatsoever that this is real. Many
0: pillars of salt. And I don't really see how it can be because in a lot of ways, it's pretty much not only does it read like Brian's wish list. Of everything I would possibly want in Star Wars live action, but it also reads as there are a lot of theories in here, but I mean, it starts with things like Regina King as Ray Sloan. I mean, that's yeah, waiting for Ray Sloan in live action is huge and Regina King playing her. I mean, come on. That's you don't after what she just did. Even Watchmen aside. I mean, granted, that would be amazing. Watchmen
1: now is apparently not getting a season two, so she's technically maybe free.
0: Right. So yeah. I can really think of no better casting for Ray Sloan than right. Regina King. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Regina King is really happy to hear me say that. <laughs> um, then we got, You're welcome. We got Dr. Afra. Yeah, from the comics into live action played by Chloe Bennett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I had never I hadn't thought of her for that. It's incredible, perfect, incredible casting, casting in there. And just to see Dr. Offer in live action. But Chloe Bennett, that's brilliant casting there. Fennec Shand is listed. So potentially not dead. Other um, voice actors from previous shows now in live action, including Katie Sackhoff as Bokatan, Kevin McKidd as Fan Rao, Vanessa Marshall as Harris Sandula, Tia Sarkar as Sabine Wren, all of them, you know, it's uh, huge. Now it's huge. in live action playing their their counterparts, which yeah, as as you said, it's huge. Cham Sindula in live action. Hondo Onaka in live action for the for the first time ever. That is Enormous. Then we got the whole Inferno Squadron cast of Janina Gavankars, Aiden Versio, Del Mico, Shriv Surgav. Not to mention, probably the biggest drop in this entire thing, Ahsoka Tano, but played by Rosario Dawson. Who Which Rosario is, Dawson, she's oh. made it lo- known for a long time that she wants to play Ahsoka. Oh, absolutely.
1: Fashion. And that that's good. the level of things that we are getting here, the amount, the sheer fan service of it all just feels maybe we might get one or two of these but this is just this is too much for me to actually believe that this is real. Yeah. I
2: totally agree,
0: Kaylin. I yeah. think it's like
2: you look at this cast list and it's like what could this season possibly
1: be? Right, like, it would like, be the most bonkers season yeah. of television ever made. I and mean, it
0: all, it ish, I should add in that you also get returning favorites from the previous season including right. every character that right. we've come to know and yeah. love as well w- including died. our group of a-holes yes. from the, the break uh, the the breakout episode. Yep. But I'm looking at the list here we also have simon Pegg as dengar who, yes, who we yes. voiced in clone oh wars but you get him in live action now um Bossick. who else uh, they also tamura Tem- morrison as tba insane it's like well he's obviously going to play a clone of some <laughs> yeah. and i i mean and john favreau as paz vizsla yeah. who mm-hmm. we know if we see him uh, you know helmetless H- Hondo Onaka as Jim Cummings, which is weird. I mean, no one else can do the H- Hondo voice like Jim Cummings. No. But never in my... If you see a picture of Jim Cummings, I don't know how they're going to do that. No. It's, it's just a little weird. And Lars Mickelson again, as TBA, if they're going to be putting in Ahsoka and Sabine, he'd obviously probably be Grand Admiral Thrawn. Right. Because that's who he voices in Rebels. Shh. And if they were in the show, that would have to be post- Ahsoka the White and Sabine going yeah. off to find Ezra. There's no Ezra listed here. Nope. But it's it's the Rosario thing is what says to me anyway that this is probably fake.
1: Right. Absolutely. That
0: is something that a lot of fans want personally, and I love like, Rosario Dawson.
1: And, I mean, just the idea of live action Ahsoka seems yeah. so it's, out there it, to me. Ev-
0: everyone wants it, myself included. And as but you know, as much as I love Rosario Dawson, and I I think she's a great choice for Ahsoka. That would be an instance where I can't see anyone other than Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, that's fair to say. I just can't. Not only just the voice, but her. Every time you see her dressed up, which she has multiple times as Ahsoka, she just is she looks Ahsoka like to Ahsoka? Me. She good, like, like,
2: and I just think it's like, a, a, yeah, this was bittersweet. The Rosario Rosario Dawson thing because, like, she would be fantastic in the role, but like, you gotta give it the Ashley X thing.
0: I mean, at least first crack, yeah, it's like if, if she says no, and I can't imagine that she would because yep. I feel like she would want to, but it's weird that you do that, but then you have Vanessa Marshall live as Harrison Doolittle, right? Exactly, so what's that's yeah. what it's like. It's fishy. Yeah. And this is why we're we're like, do we even mention this or something? But it's so right. and I couldn't get I tried I got on the horn with all of my voluminous mm. contacts to try and say, Is this real? <laughs> is this not? And nobody could say anything. One person was like, I do know one thing, I can't say anything and I was like, You can trust me and of uh, course we all know they clearly can't.
1: Clearly not. But I somebody, will say the the thing with uh I would have completely written this off because I don't trust screenshots of casting lists that go up on twitter and have absolutely no
0: that just says disney lucasfilm in the corner right like it's it's
1: all it's bs but the thing that really got me to somewhat think about it i think it was janina yeah it was uh who was asked about it by a fan on twitter and her response wasn't to shoot it down it was to say oh "Oh, i don't know ask dave
0: filoni yep you something and And then tagged him you'd have to ask tag Dave Filoni Dave
1: Filoni Which he As far as I have seen Has not responded to it No, yeah, no. one is
0: saying no Right Is the thing No one is saying It's a fake No one is saying fake Well because nobody wants to say no Because
2: Yeah Because this is th- This is what I also love about leaks Is like this puts the idea Out in everybody's head And it's then people talking Yeah it gets people talking Disney yeah. can now look at the chatter And be like Oh alright here we go It's Let's, interesting you know, that's
1: good It's, it's trending yeah. Yeah. And uh, then yeah. people like us Talk it about it on podcasts It almost thinks yeah.
2: that like Disney put that out themselves
0: yeah. Do you think it was an intentional, to, leak I, I intentional leak from the mouse? Intentional
2: leak from the mouse.
0: Well, we'll have more on this. Let us know if you what you what you guys like about this casting or not. I mean, I this some of this I can't get over the I, the possibility of Regina King is Ray Sloan is Insane. unbeatable. You know, but uh, again, I don't know how you get Jim Cummings in any kind of Hondo Onaka makeup, or even that he'd want to do that. I don't know. I just uh, anyway. Hey, um,
2: Werner Herzog.
0: I'm, that's true no, no. who, who would have thought if you can thought? get me on my magical train, then perhaps you can get ooh, anything ooh, ooh. Ooh. Get Jim Cummings out from pool corner and the hundred acre wood get them out from the honey John bring the honey on my train Anyway, I want to see the baby. Um, I want to see Ray Sloan um, Okay, well that's enough. Well, that's enough of that um we're
2: <laughs> moving, moving on. There's and, more news. But that,
0: you know what really is, is is the possibility of all the Mando actors yep. in live action, actors like Tia Sirkar, Kevin McKidd, and Katie Sakkoff. Yeah. Those I think are likely and they are perfect. Yes. For live action in it's those amazing. parts. And just saying Vicky for the Mandalorian. And if any Tia Sirkar fans that know her past rebels, you'll get that reference. Anyway. Um The Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary Revelation of the Week. This is not huge, but I found it interesting. Dominic Monaghan's character, named Beaumont Kinn, is a historian, which is why he knew all about Sith magic, secret cloning, the unknown regions, etc. Great. So that's his purpose. Awesome. Would have been
1: nice to know that in the movie. Well, he
0: says, my name is Beaumont Kinn, the historian. And I'm a historian. And this (laughs) obviously has to do with cloning. And you you forget that line? Some historian and clearly, like, I need
1: to see the movie. Yeah, well, you need to see
0: it probably forty-eight more times. <laughs> yeah. Um This is why it's going to cross one billion because we're going to get to the bottom of Beaumont Kin. Anyway, also fun. This is not in the dictionary, but the whole reason Monaghan is in this movie is because he won a bet with JJ. Get out of here! No, Who was he the bet? Made, I don't. I don't remember exactly what the bet was, but he made a bet with JJ, and if and if he won the bet he got to be in the movie.
2: I want to
1: know what the other thing was. <laughs> if, if he like, lost, well, yeah. what did J.J. get The price
0: would be high. It's yeah, like, exactly. So yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're in a position to bet something with J.J. Abrams, always go big is the lesson, I guess. Clearly. Because we're all going to be there someday. J.J.'s right. going to yeah, come to yeah, us yeah, and be like, so. I don't
2: like J.J. Abrams betting on Star Wars like, Using Star Wars as his own personal gain. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I
0: think this isn't a joke, JJ. um, I I just reached out to his his people and told them what Matt Romano thinks. And I believe their response (laughs) is, yeah, is who? And also, uh, we don't care. (laughs) Also, uh, Harrison Ford chimed in on your response, and let's have his response right here. I don't care. Yep, there we go. That's what what Harrison had to say. Anyway, well, um, we are waiting for the imminent return of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Coming back for series seven. That's right, Clone Wars saved. But in the meantime, we're going through all of the seasons of the series that we already have, and we are discussing and celebrating the kark and criff out of them today. We are going all in on season one. Now, everything in this season is canon. But if there's something truly huge that is introduced, we have our trusty cannon, cannon standing by. We also might have hot takes along the way, so we will sound the hot take alarm when we have them. And if anything really blew our minds when we watched these episodes the first time, or blew them all over again when we rewatched, or blows them whenever we think about it throughout our days, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this season has been out for quite a while, so we will dispense with the spoiler klaxon. If you want to revisit it, however, you can find it conveniently on Disney Plus in the Star Wars section. If everybody's ready, that's all make sure we all are refilled. Is everybody refueled, refilled, and ready? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pass
0: those around. No. Oh, yeah. God. Another okay. for everybody. There you go. Yeah.
2: Oh, thank you, oh, thank let's you. Let's
0: do it. All right, punch it. Begun the Clone War.
2: stuck with me sky guy
0: okay the clone war season one we begin with ambush which has a big yoda episode and we've said in our last uh, episode how i think this is a really good jumping on point yeah it's, this is fascinating the, this is the first yep. episode of the show i watched mm-hmm. when it came out on cartoon network i believe Same. although i wasn't i was watching them all on itunes on an ipod actually. Oh, wow. Wait, what, what kind a, of iPod? Is it like iPod? the iPod classic? Clickwheel iPod. The like video classic. iPod, though. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. new at the time, oh, but yeah, it was yeah, such yeah, a small yeah. screen because, again-
1: But it was I, huge at the time, I, too. I was, I, I,
0: was, I was on tour the whole time this first season was out, so I, I had to watch it. It was the only way I could watch it, and it wouldn't play on my computer. Isn't this fascinating, listeners? <laughs> anyway, um, we got Yoda proving the worth of the Jedi to, to Toy Darien, King Katunko. And if you remember, he can't just, you know, Jedi mind trick him because- Toidarians. Mind tricks don't work on them. Only, Only money. money. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And he has three clones backing him up and they are, are, they're taking on several battalions of separatists, battle droids, and everything else led by Asajj Ventress. Highlights of this episode, pretty much everything every time Yoda fights. Yeah, in yeah. This episode, I love. Uh, Tom Kane kind of eases us in to Yoda's voice. It's not exactly Frank Oz, but it's clones. It's, it's its own thing. He he gives a yes every now. And then, it's like a lot. He's like clones. You are yes, but not worry. Not you're different. You still are yes. Is he throws that? That's how you can tell. Yeah, right, you can right, also right. tell immediately because there's no mistaking Frank Oz. But, uh, absolutely. Um, but it's a uh, you. It, it's enough where you accept it. At least yeah. I think do. I think in general in
2: all of Clone Wars, every voice is like. Good. There's no voice there's that's no, off. There's no voice it's that's a, off. like,
0: uh, Corey uh, Burton, can you, can you do Truman Capote? Well, sure, I can. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we got that one. I have
1: one weird thing that always catches me off guard. Oh, please share. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's the, the Jar Jar. Mm.
0: Oh, oh, when they switch?
1: When they switch. Well, we're
0: going to get to that. Okay, I believe cool. you're talking about Ahmed Best when... A man named B.J. Hughes takes over. Takes over. Which, oh, we're going to get to that, but we're not there yet. Anyway, my favorite scene in in this episode actually isn't fighting at all. It's Yoda scene with the three clones in in the the cave. cave. Mm -hmm. And this is where I was like, okay, they're going to get deep. I'd never thought of clones this way. He says, take your helmets off so I can see. He's like, yes- and he and he pretty much gives each one, is like you won't have di- you all have different strengths. as Clones yeah. you may be, but you're all different. And, and they all
1: they all say, Well, we all have the same face. There's not a whole lot yeah, going and on he here. Says, and he yeah. says no, each but, of you is different in the force.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it cuts in with Yoda's classic theme mm-hmm. also. And I'm watching this like, this is the scene that did it. I was like, Okay, wait a minute. This is awesome. This is cool. Why was yeah. everyone complaining about with that movie or whatever else? This is amazing. Especially that scene. And then and then he, I also love, after Yoda, his second round, and He just laying waste to all of the things. Oh, yeah. there's, a one, there's a really good battle droid line here where he's sucking him in and goes, I just got promoted!
2: <laughs> <laughs> and every time
0: I watch it, I laugh at it. There's a lot of battle droid. This is oh, early combat. I like, I there's like a lot the battle droid, droid stupidity. So do I. I, I, do too. Yeah. I have learned to yep. stop worrying and learn to love the battle droid you. It's humor. charming. roger. It roger. <laughs> If Caitlin says it's charming, then it is charming. Yeah, okay. yeah, she's so, the barometer that we judge. This episode day. would later get <laughs> a prequel episode in season three called Supply Lines, which is also a prequel episode to another season one episode. It's a whole and lot. And this episode, um, I, as I said, it immediately hooked me in. Now, season the first two and a half seasons of the show. They do a lot of weird chronological things. So when that comes up, and there's a lot of episodes later that would bookend, yeah, certain episodes here in season one. When that happens, worry not. We will point it out. But anything else you guys want to add about ambush? Other than it's pretty awesome, it's a great episode. I mean, there's like, great there's, there's our critical <laughs> response. I mean, it's pretty awesome. I mean, we love Star Wars. Yeah, there's the <laughs> I mean, also it's, content.
1: I think you you touched on this a little bit, Brian, but it's it's the getting to know the clones and kind of because in the movies. As much as you know, Obi Wan might have respect for them when he's speaking with them and everything. You yeah. don't get to see them as people, and as the Clone Wars unfolds, the entire series, you get more and more of each of them. But this does such a good job of setting up this tone of each of these clones is very different and has a very specific personality.
0: Yeah, we we never and meet. We're going to settle you, know, you into that absolutely, and we don't meet these three clones again. No, but what this show, and especially this season, excels at is you meet a lot of different clones. And they do recur yes. and you get attached to some of them. And then when something bad happens to you them, you feel really
1: bad You about really it. feel bad <laughs> and yeah. you
0: forget there's a whole, there's, it's like, I'm feeling bad for a member of the army of Django Fett's. Right. It's like, what? And that's I, a lot of that I think is down to not only the animation and the direction and the writing, of course, but Dee Bradley Baker.
1: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. The work that he does on I mean, all of their voices unbelievable. is unbelievable, astonishing.
0: So it's, that's one of the, and we talk again, we talked about this last time, but it's one of the main strengths of the show is it's yes order 66 is the tragedy of the jedi but it is just as much the tragedy of the clones it really yes. is. these guys don't know yeah. that they have order 66 in their head no nope. they don't yep. they're just they're good soldiers follow orders they were born to do a thing and they're just doing it yeah they don't know what their deal is they're just going along with it and it's such a horrible life doesn't it seem it like it's you? It's like, welcome to the world. You're going to accelerate and grow up on this planet of nothing but water and rain.
1: Well, I mean, and what's And then the... we're going to
0: shove you out into fighting immediately. And that's your entire life. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, and then I think it's in the um, the is it the hidden enemy?
0: Yeah. When the one of when those when, when one, one of them bad, breaks slick. apart yeah. uh, from all slick. of them
1: and his, his slick and his whole thing is uh, there, you know, we're slaves to yeah. what they they do. Like, he's not. Wrong, no. yeah, and it's, he's just and going about it. And, and maybe there's faulty
0: programming going on there. It's not like Order sixty-six flipped early, yep. which may or may not happen later in later seasons. Ooh. Stay tuned. But um, yeah, that's what's fascinating about him. There's so much fascinating clone stuff in this whole season, actually. And we're gonna get to it. We're gonna next. Next, we have a three-episode arc that, if you weren't into the show with Ambush Rising Malevolence, the first part of this also got me into it in yeah. a big way. I was like, well, those two back to back. I was like, wow, I'm gonna watch. Like I was in. After those two, uh, rising malevolence. We got a big new separatist weapon, which is this enormous ship called the Malevolence. Um, Jedi Master Plo Koon, voiced by James Arnold Taylor, same guy. Same guy who does. I Obi love One me Kenobi. some Plo Koon. Never uh, Plo Koon, who you never hear talk in the movies at all, talks a lot. He has a lot to Clone say, Wars, and yep. that's because he's Dave Filoni. I was going to say
1: he's Dave Filoni. When Dave Filoni,
0: his stamp for for approving artwork. Did you guys hear about this? It's like if he liked a piece of production art, he would stamp it, and it said Plo Kool
1: that's cute wow. that's yeah. really cute so, that.
0: and it's that's why he names uh, Plo Koon's clone commander as Commander Wolf because Dave Valone as we know loves wolves uh, yep, yep, and yep. Commander Wolf uh, we would see in uh, other well, there's more from him anyway um, <laughs> Commander Wolf um, okay no there's none of that gotta, <laughs> no more of that okay um, we find out in this episode that Plo Koon is the one who brought Ahsoka to the temple as a child so fire that cannon cannon <laughs> There's a lovely force connection moment between the two, where yeah. Ahsoka's trying to find him. Ahsoka will not give up on Plo Koon as much as you know all the other Jedi are like. Eh, it's just one of them. They're pretty much ready to let him go. It's like
1: that's a constant problem that the Jedi have yeah, throughout this series. Yeah,
0: this season, it's, and this is not the last time. It's everyone's telling it's as eh, it's just one fill in the blank. Right, let it go, and we already see it's Ahsoka's not letting Plo Koon go so she's Um, already kind of taking some after Anakin yeah exactly Um, there's also a bit in here there's a battle the battle droids that fly around ripping the escape pods open yep one of them is doing is like (laughs) (laughs) it's very uh... (laughs) and then ripping open a life pod and several clones like living beings go flying out and are choked to death yep It's very unsettling. It's a dark. I'm going to say this, this is for a kid's show. The whole show is unsettling. Oh, it's I mean, so dark. It's so
2: dark.
1: like, so like dark. People this, snap people's necks. Yeah. Oh, and this is yeah.
0: early days. I mean, it yeah. only gets, it gets w- so darker and deeper <laughs> from here. Yeah. And I liked a lot of fancy flying with the twilight here. Um, and the whole thing is they find the, the, the Republic is aware of this weapon. The word gets yeah. out. And side note, love the twilight. Great ship. Oh Beautiful yeah, show. we we talked about, about that talk last time. Yep. Yeah, it's not yep. it's not the Not the, Starbanger. the, Starbanger. It's not the But then again, what <laughs> is? <laughs> um, Shadow of Malevolence has more plocoon. It's got Y wings, the old model Y wings, yeah. proto Y wings, really proto Y wings, and uh, a giant space monster. Another mm-hmm. classic giant oh, gas monster. giant space monster, and they end up destroying the ion weapon that makes up the makes the Malevolence so formidable. Grievous. Still feeling fine. He's still into it. Then we get to destroy malevolence. Which somehow they get Padme into the middle of this battle. All of our line Always. here is like, "Wait a minute! We're in the wrong place. We're in the middle of a battle. We have to get out <laughs> of here. here." Get out of here. And it's like Anakin's like, "Yeah, blow him up." Wait, we're getting a signal. Oh, it's probably Padme. It says so, ceasefire.
2: <laughs> yeah. My wife is it's there. Like, we're seeing a
0: senator. We're seeing a, someone that could be a senator. He's like, just stop firing, just in case. Just well, in case, because it's always know, Padme. It, it could be Senator Paris, You know, from Nope. It's we know who it is. So then we go onto the the whole adventure with the huge monorail trains yeah. on this thing. And somebody pointed out that they're much bigger than the actual ship. There's no oh, way all huge. of this could be possibly be inside. But I don't care because the inside of the ship is I really mean, cool. I mean, this is
1: the beginning of. This is the first time in the in season one where we see Anakin and Padme together.
0: Yeah, and it's really well. It's because they're separated by hologram in right, the movie. Right. Yeah, and, and so the, I love the bit where they have to stop talking and they almost kiss.
1: And th- that's my thing. I, that's one of the things that I love about the show because everyone had to have known. They are not subtle. Yeah. They just like, <laughs> yeah. whenever they're in the same room, the two of them like get within three inches of each other's face and just stare into each other's yeah. eyes and we're like this close to kissing at all times. Yeah. I'm
0: like, oh, just do it. Just, just find just an it. animated <laughs> room. Screw it, just man. Just have the animators draw you a room and get to it.
1: Honestly. And,
0: well, even in this episode. when she, obi she man- star- Oh, yeah. yeah. She That's starts my... manning the guns in this episode. And I think it's Obi-Wan is like, well, she seems to know her way around. Yeah. And it's a couple episodes later, they find a Jedi cloak on her ship and Three, years Oh, I, I don't know how how that got there. I mean, the so only weird. one who knows nothing about it's Jar Jar. He's like, "Yeah, that's a strange connection." <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, oh, it would be weird if these. But, were like, doing it,
1: sir. It's my. It is my biggest. One of my biggest Star Wars headcanons Always, even from before the series and for the original trilogy. Uh, the uh, the prequel trilogy is that Obi Wan knows.
2: Yeah Like oh, there absolutely. is no doubt In my mind That yeah. he
1: always knew The two of them were together And he was probably Just endlessly amused And horrified by it Ever since yeah. that
2: elevator In episode two He's like "Hide your feelings And again yep. I don't know are you going says. to do it like that I'm gonna do it like that <laughs>
0: Wow okay That gets a two Um <laughs> I wasn't trying no, but we do get in terms of Obi-Wan we get Grievous and this chron- chronologically this happened first Grievous landing going "Hello there." Yep. So this ha- is the first technically the first "Hello there." So
1: then Obi-Wan was mocking him. Yeah, yeah. which is great. And it's good.
0: Yeah, Obi-Wan. So yeah, that's very good. Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's very very good. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan can fight Grievous but Anakin can't because yeah. in episode 3 they've never met. So it's right. like you're shorter than I expected. It's like so right. it's like right. Anakin Skywalker. We've never met. Yeah. Not even after seven seasons of that show. <laughs> you know, even I though I've you've never... been chasing me for yeah. years. So it's like there are a lot Is of that? moments where where yeah. like Anakin will Grievous will run out the door and Anakin will literally run yeah. in. There's <laughs> so yeah. many Second. moments where they do it like right after that. But Obi Wan fights How many times were Grievous they like trying constantly. to
1: like write that around they were like yeah. oh crap he's never well, seen it before th- I guess they can never really be in the same room they together did.
0: they were in the behind the scenes at the times that oh, Dave said great. exactly that he's that's like great. I realized early on like we couldn't do that it's like so that's really that's amazing also, I love the bit where if watching episode 3 now after watching all this Grievous, like you fool! I've been trained in your Jedi arts by Count Dooku, and Obi Wan should say, "He's like, yeah, I know. We fought many times. (laughs) We've done this before, dude. I've literally been here the entire time you have." (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so it's a, it's a really. I like this episode. It ends with, as I said, Padme. um, They almost kiss. A classic three PO interruption, and uh, it ends with a nice classic group shot of all of them in the cockpit. It's a, it's a really solid. I think the malevolence arc is wonderful. Every
2: episode ends with that perfect Star Wars shot. You ever notice yeah. that? Not everyone, oh, almost a lot all of, this is this is
0: more yeah. over the top yeah. than a lot of them. But this it. is this is a really good arc which leads us into a one-off episode that is one of the is usually one of the most beloved of season 1 and of Clone Wars yeah. all around called Rookies. Yeah. And we're talking about episodes where you really get to know the clones. This is really Kind of, you got a taste of it in ambush, but you go all in here because this is all clones. Yeah, yeah this sets um, it up. There's, there's a little Jedi here and there in this, but it's mostly clones. It's um, what we would soon come to know as Domino Squad. We get Fives, Echo, Heavy, Droid Bait, and Cut Up, and we also have a lot of Rex and a lot of Cody in this. God um I love me some Droid Bait. Yeah, yeah, everyone Dr- loves droid Great Great We name. also get some new stealth assassin droids in here, which are much more formidable. I think they're called the commando droids. I think um, so. Yeah, they're much more formidable. I love Rex's, Rex gives a, when he's putting on the helmet, and or taking it, he's holding up a, a destroyed right. battle droid to the comm and he's like, "Roger, Roger." Yeah, he's he's like, like, this this will yeah. never goes, work. It's one of those moments like, "This is a terrible plan." This is a terrible and idea. It <laughs> works, and Rex gives a really badass line of "Roger, Roger," <laughs> and it's it's, it's so and the moment where they're like, "Take your helmets off," you know, it's because they're there for an inspection, and yep. they're like, "Okay, really, the only ones." um Cut Up and Droid Bait Don't Last Heavy sadly doesn't make it through the episode and I love it where Fives and Echo are like, he always hated that place. Uh, but it's such a great intro to, and technically this is the episode that made Mimban canon again, because oh. they say in the opening hollow it's like, and we'd like to throw it out to the mud jumpers of the blah, blah, blah on Mimban from Splinter of the Mind's Eye. So technically this episode gave the shout out before we actually went there in solo. So okay. fire that canon cannon for Mimban. <laughs> right. ah, thank you very much. Anyway, so this is another one also, this one off that would we'll, go on to get a top and tail. At the Hmm. beginning of season three, Clone Cadets happens before this, and then the second episode of season three, Arc Troopers, happens after this. Hmm. So for the full Rookies three-peat, if you want to do that, start with start of season three, Clone Cadets, then watch Rookies, and then watch the second episode of season three Arc troopers. They kind of go and you follow Just hopping around. Yeah. The, the yeah whole. They, they, I've done it multiple times actually like doing those three episodes at once that it's a really nice three beat, but nice. we at the time this came out. We didn't even know that was happening. We would come to get a lot more of a fives and echo. God bless them. They're great. As the series goes so on. Good. Love them. Yep. Love them. Love them. Anyway, um, we then go on to our, an interesting duo, Downfall of a Droid and Duel of the Droids. Where This is something I never... Anakin loses R2 in battle. And apparently this happens all the time and Jedi don't care about it. And they're like, it's just the droid. Anakin, do we think he's going to go along with it? Do we think he's going to accept this happening? <laughs> no! <laughs> um, he's And the only way he gets Obi-Wan and the rest of them back on board is because, oh, also I never erase his data. Um, so he has all of so our has, like, tactics in battle, battle and the locations of every ship. And are like, well, now we have to go and get him. Um, it's so. Oh, is that your impression? That's
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if what? 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 Oh, it was? It um, was. I mean, I got called out before. Even if I mean, it was. leaps yeah, yeah. and yeah. bounds
0: past anything. All right, somebody call out a character right now. You want to do this? Yeah, I do want to do this. So- call- Caitlin, give us a character right now. Ooh, oh, online. my God. Good one. You want to play I'll play? I want to play.
1: I want Ungar Plut.
0: Do it. Okay, what's what's a what's a what's an uncut? portion? Uh point?
1: let's see. Uh
0: one quarter portion th- This por-
1: is worth one what you've brought me today is worth one quarter portion. Okay.
2: One quarter portion.
0: <laughs> that was me. What you've brought me today is worth one quarter portion. I, I gotta give it to Brian. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. come on. I don't, I don't want to. I of listeners. Yes, <laughs> hey, move on. Hey, move on. Two things. Yeah. First of all, of course you have to give it to me. And second yeah. off, yes, you do want to. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Matt. That's fine.
1: Let's talk about Downfall of a Droid and Duel of the droids. Yeah, let's like talk about those we're episodes. doing before
0: Matt called me out and brought a knife to a gunfight. Anyway. A so, blaster to a lightsaber fight. Uh, Jeez. Uh, uh, we get it. The bit landed. We didn't need that. Anyway... <laughs> So we got R2's data. They're going to go find him, but R2 has already been taken by our first fat. I'm not fat shaming here, but it's a fat Trandoshan. It's the first time we've seen a fat, of tra- Bosque species. It's the yes. first time we've seen a fat squat one named Ganacht, played by Ron Perlman. Fantastic. <laughs> Who appears in this duo is That's Ron Perlman. Kind of perfect. And, um, and we also have Goldie. Who's a uh, who's a spy and keeps screwing up in the first part of this? Report, Goldie like, is my mortal enemy. Yeah, it's like okay, is he actually a spy? And in the second one's like, yep, he he's is a, a spy, spy. Or does he just yep. suck? No, he's a spy. Yeah, he. I feel like he sets back the droids' reichs cause. He like, does. We don't associate. We don't years. associate. I love them. this droid. We
1: don't associate. Of oh, course quickly. you yeah. do.
0: <laughs> Surprise! We are not. Yes. Um, but this this all leads to. Um, I love Grievous just having had it with Ganacht and he's like, "What is it?" And finally, he gets. I think the one of the first stabbed lightsabers through the back of the whole season. Yeah. Oh. Um, we also have Ahsoka fighting Grievous one on one in this, and she is not up to it, but kind of holds her own. She and does.
1: That, she does good. She's she does. Young.
0: She, she, she lives, which is. She does we can say for any of the clones, except for Rex. But when Anakin finds out, he's like, "Oh, she she went and fought Grievous." And Anakin's like, "Alone? It's such a great word. It's like,
1: so yeah. good. I love yeah. seeing all of these very very human moments from Anakin. Yeah, because you're reminded of why it was so tragic that he fell. because yeah. he mm-hmm. has a very like oh. he has a very kind heart. It makes yeah.
0: it makes it so much more tragic. Yeah. And you, I swear, you even just after these, you watch Revenge of the Sith again. And your heart breaks.
1: Someone, I can't remember yep. who, uh, someone sent me a, a tweet the other day that was, the it ripped me apart. It was a reminder that because Anakin Padme never really got to see their children or raise them, Ahsoka was the only child of theirs that they got to see grow up and become an adult. And so oh, she was essentially man. their
2: child.
0: That's true. Oof. And
1: that that kind of just like and it was a, so she, it was like a bunch of pictures of them hugging her and oh. like she it totally just,
0: is because as the series goes on she learns a lot from Padme as well yeah and that's the thing like Ahsoka also totally knows
1: yeah it's oh, like she I feel like it, it, at this does. point
0: she doesn't but at some point like I would love it if there was a scene where she's like the Ahsoka finds out episode
1: right. Like, or like the one that, but she wouldn't of course say anything to them, but no. she would just kind of like look at it and be I like, feel like,
0: and we'll see when we get to our rewatch, if we can identify when that moment happens. I, I agree. Because yes. it's like, anyway, but um, there are things it's like, well, they really get along well, don't they? It's like, hmm. hmm. And then she, she's it's like, she's about to say, I wonder if they're doing it. It's like... This <laughs> is It doesn't, yeah, like, is an hey, doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, beat me to it. You knew that was coming. But the highlight of Duel of the Droids has to be R2 versus Goldie, the yeah. titular Duel oh, cool. of the it Droids. Rate. This scene is so cool. Reminded and I of really, why
1: R2 is the best. Yes. Yeah. yes you know what? I'm going to yes. do
0: it. It happened when I first watched this and it happened when I watched it again because it's so entertaining and never did I think we'd get such a silly yet awesome scene with stakes like this in anything Star Wars. Mind blown. Droid fight, droid fight, droid fight, fight. and there's also there's never a moment in this that R 2s not on top. No, R two has Goldie the whole time, and I love Goldie goes flying off the thing and immediately gets smashed by so. It's like, well, maybe he's still up. No, he's dead. He's gone. Maybe he'll come out. Something. It's like Goldie. Smell you later. We don't need you. Goldie's gone, and then R
1: two just kind of hops over on Anakin's ship and and flies flies
0: off, and they go, and Anakin he. Gets the Beskar. He gets the baby. Can one Jedi <laughs> Knight get it all? Find out. Um, no, he he will become a Sith, but anyway. It was, yeah, it's actually, he's going to lose it all. But um, anyway, uh, it was after that episode that I went, I'm like, okay, I have to go watch that movie. Yeah. And I went and watched the movie. Yeah. Was, that was the one, that scene is especially the turn me. But then we have a very, a really, a three-peat. Arc that is really uh, in terms of, I say arc loosely because the plot does tie together, but you don't. They're very especially the first two are very different.
1: Right, you don't realize that it is until
0: later. Yeah, it's kind of it's the the capture of Newt Gunray trilogy. Really, it's Bombad Jedi, which is the first time we have Mister Jar Jar Binks, the talented Monsieur Binks. In the series, voiced by Ahmed Best in this episode.
1: Right. Which is why it catches you so my, me so off guard later when it changes yeah, because I was like, Oh, they got Ahmed yeah. Best to do it.
0: That's cool. And you know, he Jar Jar I feel like and this is something as we revisit more Jar Jar, in the rest of the series, he works for me better in animation than he does in live Absolutely. action. Absolutely. Don't you think? Mm. Yes. He's I, a very
1: he's just like he's a very cartoon character. Yeah, yeah. and it works
0: in this in this. And medium. they just I like what they do with him in terms yeah. of he has things to offer yes it's like in that he makes a friend with, exactly uh, he makes friends with beasts yep and then he's like i made a very good friend it's yep. like and he's able to save oh, the, the day by summarizing that the yeah and i forget which particular connection episode to nature
2: i forget what particular episode but padme says a really great line where she's like the greatest of allies not necessarily are the strongest
1: right or the yeah. smartest i think it's i think it's yep. in this it's one in this because episode. she says yeah. it to uh uh uh, her Rhodian friend
0: Oh Anaconda Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. says it
1: to him And she says We need to remember That our Our best allies Aren't always our strongest Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. That's, That's
0: what it is This is exactly This, it is. Is, yeah. this is the yeah. point In the series Where they really Kind of G.I. joe The endings a little bit Yeah And had messages like that They have it in In, in the third part of this layer of grievous Yodens answering power with power never the answer is yeah, nice. yeah
1: that's what it Ta-da. is but it's
0: like yeah, but honestly, honestly it's like, and it just really hits the message home they stop doing that after yeah but it's kind of like it's a shame because like it is a kids show and I, I loved I the Star sweet. Wars messages it's yeah well, yeah and also we we haven't even talked about this yet but another great thing that the show does is beginning with a Jedi moral yes each episode yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was wondering because
1: I have never known what those are but I thought they might be like from the Jedi Code or they might be like from Writings, yeah, is that what is that what it is? It's think just we like ever find out. It's original, maybe writing about like from the Jedi way of life, yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm right,
0: pretty, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Sure, okay. they're bespoke written for each episode, okay. But it's like in terms of where they come from. I don't know. It's, I, 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 it's like I don't think I there a book out. exists of all of. I know a website exists which, right. that collects yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them, but of it's. Course. I would buy a coffee table book of all of those morals. Yeah, in a that'd be cute. Merchandising. Merchandising. Merchandising.
2: Merchandising.
0: Bombad Jedi had the. Another Padme gets captured, but finds her way out of it, and it's our first meeting of Anakin Far on uh, the Rodian. Senator and Uncle Anno, which is really weird, Um, but Mm -hmm. we'll meet him again. It's not the last time we'll go to rodeo or see Anaconda, and he kind of screws Padme over, but then comes around to make the right decision, and I also love that Newt Gunray is voiced by Tom Kenny, voice of SpongeBob, also Mr. Show Superstar, Um, so it doesn't get better than that. Then, that leads right into Cloak of Darkness, which is in the running for one of my favorites, it's a good one. Of this season. I love this up. episode. Ventress uh, getting Newt Gunray back. He's yep. on a mission. And Olivia Diabo plays Luminar Unduli, whose voice we hear in uh, Rise of Skywalker at the end. It is actually Olivia, Olivia Diabo. Lovely. Um, you also have James Marsters as uh, as Argeas, one of the Senate guards. He's dirty. Um, I like in this episode that the bad guys win. I also like all of the action here. The, all it's of the Ventress gorgeous. action. She is formidable. Her
1: fighting style is fantastic. It's, mm-hmm. She does
0: that thing where yeah. she flips over her and then jabs both sabers into, oh, into the so elevator. Cool. Yep. duck And then uses them to yes. slide down. Beautiful. Oh, that's just, just so badass. And it makes her, it's like, why do they keep her around? Every episode she loses, it's like, well, not this one. Not this one. She actually succeeds in this one. She sure does. That's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and I really like seeing Ahsoka learn from another Jedi. So it, generally seeing different Jedi actually talking and doing stuff is cool. And mm-hmm. it's not the last we'll see of Luminara unduli. Then the third part we have Layer of Grievous, which features uh Phil Lamar as Kit Fisto. Kit I Fisto. I love seeing Kit Fisto I and his former Kit Padawan Fisto. Nadar Veb, who is way full of himself. Also also voiced by the Voices of SpongeBob. He's Tom Kenny as well. Get out of here. I
1: looked this up because it was, I didn't recognize it in the previous episode, but then I was looking it up because that was how I heard. I heard the voice like somewhere when he was speaking. It's like, please,
0: allow me. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay. I
1: kind of like Nadar. Uh, yeah because I mean, it's very it, the way that I saw it is it's a very early taste of a lot of the, the corruption and problems within the Jedi Order yeah. which mm. we it's, don't it's, see a lot yeah, of I like, a the, I
0: like the lesson of the Dar yeah. it's, not, it's not like I, I personally if I was to hang with the Dar I don't think we'd get oh, along no. but no, he's I, a pain I the love the, the moral of the, of the character it's yes. the Jedi hubris Began really quickly with him. It's like very fast. Oh, the, this door is locked. Don't worry, lightsaber yeah. out. It's like, well, just push it. It's not locked at all. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, it, like and the
1: Kit Fisto is like, hold on, on, on yeah, patience.
0: Generally, also just loving seeing more Kit Fisto and the animation cool. takes a big step with his tendrils. Yeah, whatever is really cool. It looks good. Um, this I I like Dooku's little droid butler in this who's pretty much oh sir you're a mess <laughs> it's something like that <laughs> oh, oh my look god at you. and there's this one point and they cut right to commercial that you think they're gonna take grievous's faceplate off and yeah. you're like please don't i
1: work. wanted them to no i yes. wanted to so see it it, it would have been terrifying and he's yeah. screaming i won't do it It would have so been, so been like, terrifying for like a like, this yeah. is
0: gonna hurt this is good I, I don't even and remember and he it's screams like, he hurt. does so scream like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts right to commercial. And because it's Cartoon Network, it's like, we'll be right back. And it's like, okay, it's so. <laughs> Imagine being time. like
1: seven years old and watching that though. <laughs> like Dave I'm Filoni was to looking right to now. traumatize some children. And yeah. I respect oh my that. God. This is, yeah, I respect that.
0: This is another episode. It's like everyone goes in. The only one who comes out is Kit Fisto. And I like that this is because we've seen Grievous do nothing but lose yeah. in every episode he's been in that Dooku sets this whole thing up. Yeah. The it's like okay, let's see if you can get out of this yeah, one. Dugu's yep. like,
1: you've tested my patience. Yeah. You suck
0: at what you yeah. do, and so yeah. I let the Jedi into your home, have fun, and Kevin McAllister's not there to help. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, let me put some micro machines on the floor. Um, oh, but it's, uh, it's, Eddie it, has this big another big monster named Gore. And it's it's, an, it's statues of himself around his house. It's, well, it's what are, There's a picture, a frame photo of him skiing. Um, <laughs> he's that guy. But the final fight with Grievous and Kit Fisto was really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I also like that uh, like all of them go in, the only one that comes out is Kit Fisto. And, and the way Nadar dies is really cheap. Yeah. Grievous fights dirty. So, like, he
1: really does.
2: It's out, dark. out of all the Jedi that don't talk in the movies, I think Kit, Kit Fisto is my favorite. He
0: smiles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, we, smiles. he smiles. Yeah. He smiles in this episode, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep yeah. like, What do we know about him? He looks like this, <laughs> yeah. and, he and he smiles. smiles. He's <laughs> kind of like, he's God.
1: always smiling. Even when he's talking, he's yeah. smiling.
0: Yeah, 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 I dig it. Yeah, it's, he, he just, he's, he's just, I think we'd all he's have chill. fun yeah. getting along with yeah.
1: him. Yeah. Yeah. I want get to get some Spotchka with him. Yeah, yeah.
0: get yeah. some Spotchka with Kit, Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto, we know yeah. you're dead, but I mean, come and join
1: us. Your Force Ghost can come aboard the Starbender.
0: Yeah, Be with me. Be with me. Yeah, be with me. I've personally met him a couple times before he was on the Jedi Council. Let me tell you, he is a very cool guy. Oh, wow. Look at that. And he didn't hate me. Hmm. He thought it was okay. Kind wow. Star That's Star pretty Star much right a, yeah, a, a direct bit. quote. That's right. You're, you guys are, <laughs> he didn't yeah, yeah. hate you. You guys are <laughs> one degree away from Kit Fisto. Incredible. Um, anyway, uh, so then we go on to Dooku Captured slash the Gungan General. First introduction to the great Hondo Onaka, played by Jim Cummings, one of my favorite all time animated Fantastic. Star Wars characters. I love one of my, Space Pirates. Yeah, one of my favorite, my favorite things. characters in general. In Star Wars, but also yes, this, every Weequay pirate in here—they all talk like this. Yeah, we were talking about, yeah. about the last week. Of yeah. Every Weequay talks like this, yeah. except for Hondo, who is nobody else can possibly do that voice. Oh, who man. now is goes on to be in Rebels and steals every episode of this show that he's in, and now is a big part of Galaxy's Edge, and he's the one who sends you on the Smuggler's Run. It's—he's just legendary at this point. We actually find out Gundark's. Do have big ears? They come yes. from a planet called Vancor and I like. I was like, they were only found on Vankor. He goes, well, this must be Vankor, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is really good. Um, and this this whole um, this whole back and forth with them, and I had this thing is when I first saw this, I'm like, can fifteen pirates really take down take over Dooku or is he just kind of stalling?
1: I mean, there? he was also like. I think he actually was taken off guard. Just the—I was thinking about that while I was watching. I was like, "There's no way." But just the the way that they set up the events that lead up to Dooku being captured is just like one thing after another, where he's inconvenienced. Yeah. He knows that he could eventually free himself, so he's yeah. maybe biding his time a little bit. But I think he was actually caught off guard by that. He's, then. he's yeah. surrounded
0: by about fifteen of them. Right. It's like he can force it's lightning. Even if he force lightning, force chokes ten at a time. One of them's going to get a shot off. In exactly. Um, this goes right into the Gungan general. I think this might be one of my favorite episodes. Ooh. It's it's so it's so silly, but then it's so freaking violent. Yes. It's, it's any moment of of Obi Wan, Anakin, and Dooku chained together and having to work together is fascinating. Especially because when I
1: the- love Anakin <laughs> and Obi Wan just like. So snarking at him constantly. Well,
0: yeah, it's like at one point they're they're all hanging off a thing, and Anakin's just like, "Drop
1: Dooku!" <laughs> 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 what are you doing?
0: And it's and the oh, Dooku has a most impressive at one point. Oh, yeah. um, and
1: then I think the I think there's a one line that I really loved was uh, Dooku tells his uh, he tells Obi he says, "Obi Wan, uh, tell your." Like he's like, make Anakin calm down. Yeah, it's like,
0: doesn't your Pada- former Padawan behave? Yeah, or yeah, and then like that. and then
1: uh, then Obi Wan kind of very sarcastically turns to Anakin, and goes. Anakin, I
0: would you that. behave? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the count, like the, con, the count's trying to concentrate. Yeah, the count's like, trying to concentrate, and they make a kind of ageist jokes about him at yeah, this point. Yeah. And it's also it's like that's what you're gonna focus on—that he's old. That he's old. He, Let us not forget your... that he's a Sith Lord and he's evil. And also, you, have he ma- you have a you have definitely
1: ro- kicked your butt before. Let us
2: not forget that their boss is like 800 years old, yeah. two feet tall, and a badass. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah,
0: you, you, <laughs> you have a robot hand because of this gentleman. Also, respect. Anyway, but then at the End he, when he force chokes the one, he's like, Oh, we're gonna get out of here. Ah!" And he, the one has his gun through the force, shoots him with the other guy's gun. It's like he force lifts him, has the guy shoot the other guy, and then force chokes the one pirate and then just sails away. It's a pretty badass way. It's of a badass episode. To, yeah. But again, it's called The Gungan General, not the Dooku Ageism episode. Um Because we got to focus on the Because Jar Jar shows up with Senator Karras, um who the weird easter egg here is the staff Senator Karras has. If you look at it, it has the uh the headpiece of the staff of Ra from Raiders of the Lost oh. Ark. Is at the top of Senator Karras' staff. That's cool. It's one of two Raiders references in this season. It's, <laughs> it's a little odd, I like but that. they go down because Jar Jar is being a dunce and a fool, and he does save the day. But the weirdest thing about Jar Jar in this episode is he's not voiced by him at Best. He's voiced by a man named B J Hughes, who kind of doesn't exist. It's it's there was a whole, this was a whole thing when this episode came okay. out. Is okay. people actually started nice making t shirts called "Who Is B J Hughes," and even at, back at during the time. When asked about it, they'd ask Dave Filoni, say, who's BJ Hughes? And he would say nothing, but he's the guy we got doing Jar Jar now. Next mm-hmm. question. And it was like nothing, nothing else. So it's either, it's like, what is going on here? Was this shot or recorded before they got Ahmed Best? And this is one of the guys on the team doing a Jar Jar impression. His and they. His
1: only credits on IMDb are as a stand in for Driving Miss Daisy. And
0: I think we all remember what? that. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, now I remember, and yeah. As okay. a
1: rental agent in, in the Heat of the Night TV series. Oh, from I remember that. I remember that role. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think we all do. George R.
1: Yeah. Binks in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Yeah.
0: And he's never come back, and nobody would ever answer the question. So this for years, great. ever since this episode, I've been like, who is this man? And to this day, right now in 2020, on Spotchka Nights. I am still wondering who the karkin Criff is. is B J Hughes. Hughes. Normal people would let it go. I don't blame you. But I, ca- I have I not forgotten. Know. If you're out there, listeners, and you know what's going on, we still here at Job of the Pod. We still are not done with this mystery, and if we ever are lucky enough to have Dave Filoni on this show, believe me, question number one is not going to be about Baby Yoda or The Mandalorian or anything like that. It will be about who Excuse me, Mr. Filoni, who exactly is B.J. Hughes? (laughs) We know he was in Driving (laughs) Miss Daisy and in the heat of the night, but what's the deal? Do you hear that, Mr. Filoni? Come on our show. Mr. Filoni, come on and talk to us about B.J. Hughes. Anyway, so that's the Gungan general. It's a weird pick for, for best of the season. You're not saying it's the best, but you're saying it's I don't a think highlight. it's
1: the best. But I really enjoyed
0: it. It's it's, it's, it's it, there's no episode in the season that's so not enjoyable.
1: Right, because I love I love Anakin, Obi Wan, and Count Dooku. Like yeah, th- like that triple
0: th- act is three a
1: men and a babying it kind of yeah, almost without in a way. the baby without the baby like. Yeah. Take, and then put,
0: put those three on the road.
1: Right, and then trying to escape and then all of the stuff with uh, with with Jar Jar having to take over Him And like, the clones
0: and I like that the clo- actually that you mentioned I like the clones are like you know, oh, how are we going to deal with this these tanks? Well, let him yep. just walk over there and just walk on the tank. Yep. And they're like, "What?" And they're like, "Just trust me."
1: And then Rex is like he's <laughs> Rex is like He's smarter than he looks. Like, trust me. Yeah, it's like, it.
0: and he's all he really needs to do is like they're using him as a human living weapon. That's it's exactly. Just let like him walk on this tank, and he will be so <laughs> clumsy that he will take. He out. will destroy it. And how they don't? Then okay, we should clone him and put one of him on every single separatist no ship. No kidding. And it's like Misa here to save the. Ah! And it's oh like, and the entire God. alliance goes down. Um, when he says boom, it all goes down. Anyway. Moving on to the duo of Jedi Crash and Defenders of Peace, Anakin and Ahsoka assist Ayla Sakura, voiced by Jennifer Hale, also seen, a heard rather, in Rise of Skywalker at the end. Um, Jennifer Hale, she's in there. Her voice is in there. Does anyone care? Nobody cares. Nobody okay. cares. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I care, Jennifer Hale. <laughs> no, I No, no, I do too. That's, and that's great. No, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He's shaking his head right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking right at him. Anyway, they crash on a planet after a really, I like the intro, the, the intro sequence here is really cool. They intro battle here. Anakin is wounded. They're on a planet with these little creatures called the Lerman. They look like lemurs. And yeah, and they really, and they just, you no, know, and then we go right into Defenders of Peace when the Separatists arrive, lock Dird in charge, voiced by George Takei. He's like, I am Lock Dird of the Separatist Alliance and I am here to take over your planet. Ship and crew have functioned well. Um That's good. Thank you. Matt, want to weigh in on my George Takei? <laughs> no,
1: this is not, it's just because I... I'm complimenting you doesn't mean that you need to bring Matt into this. We're moving on. Oh, I think it
0: does.
2: <laughs> oh my! Yeah, way, way nice. to go with the one. Thank yeah, you. that was nice. It was <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The most stereotypical one. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody. Oh saying my!
0: That. No, see, so now you just lost <laughs> points. That was not as good as the first one. No, yeah, no, you, it's over. Oh it's my! Over. The bit, the, <laughs> and it All keeps right. getting worse. <laughs> Oh, my. Moving on. Oh, Let's my. Oh, my. keep getting worse. Whoa. Anyway, um, you know who pisses me off in this episode? Who's that? The the Lerman chieftain. Really pisses me off. Yeah. Because this is an episode it brings up interesting and what he's saying isn't wrong. The Jedi, well, yeah you used to be peacekeepers, but now you're just stewards of war. He's there and, to make a
1: point. He yeah, is a he I is a, a plot it. device. But then when it's the Separatists show
0: up. He's he begrudgingly gives Anakin medical aid, but yeah. the Separatists show up, and he's like, "Well, offer you no resistance," and is like, "Yeah, we know we're gonna burn down your village," he's right. like, and he's like, "Nobody fight them, nobody," and he, and he calls he's the like, Jedi so on he's like, "So he's like,
1: so we die. It's fine. Yeah,
0: it's like, is it though? Also, no. who elected you?" And your beard is kind of weird and doesn't move <laughs> your when son your face clearly moves. knows it what he's talking about. It looks like it's made about. of gum. Nobody's and hair moves. And your son, and, and they all, they're like, well, we're going to roll on out of here and we're going to help because that's what we do. And it's just so great. But this guy, every time I watch this, he's at the end, they're like, they saved the day. They completely saved the village. Right. But that the fire end, thing is ter- terrifying. Yeah. Oh, the by defo- the way, the defoliator—horrible. And Anakin comes to, and there's a lot of great Jedi on droid action in this whole episode. Oh, absolutely! But then it's like they're all—everyone's thanking them, and then the chief is like, "Well, I guess we do all your thanks." It's like, "Yeah, you do, you do. Your village would be burned to nothing if it wasn't for them who you shunned." And may I add, Caitlin, I'm sorry, but they're not—they're fighting battle droids here,
1: right? So oh, it's you, not I'm, like, not, I, I'm a droids rights activist. Yeah. I am not a, a battle this droid is, this apologist. Is not, yeah, this is not
0: <laughs> the Empire, battle droids apologist. <laughs> Roger, Roger, we just lost her support. What yeah. do you think? We were never going to have it anyway. Um, they were abused, so it's, it's just like, I get where he's coming from, but still, it's like, well, I guess we do all your things. I'm like, go f yourself, Norman guy. Whoa. That's right. I'm bl- every time I watch this episode, these episodes, this little Guy, whoa, really upsets me. Wow, and I'm gonna let the. I mean, he has a very
1: hard stance, and you have a very hard stance stance on it. And
0: I'm also like, I I don't. It's like, so screw this, screw this, dude. I I see what he's saying, but this is, I mean, dude, pick your battles, and Mm -hmm. they'll die on. And also. You know, but if at the end he,
1: of the day, the Jedi and all of them work together, and then the Sun leads a kind of rebellion to work alongside yeah, them. Yeah, so
0: the Sun has some sense, right? It's like, uh, and and he and he does the right thing, and it all—it's just I don't know. He's he puts the Jedi on such blast, but when the Separatists arrive, he's like, "Welcome, we'll offer you no resistance. Can I get you a car? Anything I can do to humble ourselves more in your presence?" And I'm like, Cheers. "Why are you being so nice to them and such dicks to the Jedi?" Mm-hmm. Anyway, f that dude. Um, We go into a one-off called Trespass. This is a snow episode, the first time they do snow. snow. And um, Icy Adventure of Diplomacy and so forth on the moon of Orto Plutonia, and we meet Senator Chuchi who will recur, and Chairman Cho, who is a total a-hole. Yep. And we see the native Tals, um, who we see in the cantina in A New Hope. They are native to this planet. And they
1: have like the weird little worms sticking out of their mouth.
0: They kind of just roar burp, 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 in this episode. Right. They, they do a little of both. And I like that 3PO actually does some translating and negotiating. In this episode, which is fun. Which is great. And it's a a one-off. It's a nice one-off, except for it introduces Senator Chuji, who we'll see again. Um, Then we have The Hidden Enemy, which we've already talked about. We're back on Christophsis. Technically, this takes place prior to the events of the Clone Wars film. We meet Slick, who's the traitor! Um, But not because of Order 66. He just thinks the clones get a raw deal, and he's not wrong. We also have a, a clone who collects... Fingers from droids,
1: which is like seen as like this horrifying yeah. secret it's, that he has. It's something,
0: it's something like a it, it's like echoes of Vietnam and like yeah. some like dark. That's Cuban why this stuff, show yeah. is so messed up. Yeah, he's like, I just wanted forgives. to take something back. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, like, so he has a necklace of droid fingers, and anyone's look at it, it's like it's, it's not like he's which collecting you can now. Buy at the Disney store, you can't. I checked. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. like, but he's not collecting human heads. You know, right. everyone's treating him as like I'd probably rip a couple things off a droid I too. Mean, yeah. Sure, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Do- but I guess
1: the idea of revenge isn't within their programming too. Isn't I, within their their
0: their yeah. whole makeup?
1: But I'm more uh, yeah. I, I like guess. I, I understand it, yeah. I do, because they're at war and they're still you I, know I, human yeah. beings, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But I, I think the whole idea is it's horrifying to them because that's not. A part of their their whole deal. Yeah, they don't get emotional about these things. They're there to do a job. That's true. And they don't get to have feelings about it.
0: Right. Yeah. And personally, I think they should be allowed to Call agree. Crazy. Call I agree. me crazy. Call me crazy. We then go into a very <laughs> another interesting two parter Blue Shadow Iris and Mystery of a Thousand Moons Virus on Naboo. It's a it's a lot of for any Phantom Menace fans. This is um Ooh. this is a a really fun one <laughs> because um. There's a lot of Naboo porn, for lack of a better <laughs> way to say it. There really is. There's yeah. a lot of like beautiful blue things. Um it's a it's a gorgeous, gorgeous place. But <laughs> um but they, we got they, there's there's this character, Doctor Nuvo Vindi, who's created this and he's one the of these weirdest over the top villains we never again. see him again he doesn't recur but he's like oh we we cured that virus he goes
1: do you mean murdered
0: it's like, it's like because oh, he right.
1: has emotional attachment to a virus
0: yeah it's both uh, and also this is another BJ Hughes as Jar Jar in these two yep um, Can we just and, talk about that we've reached the chemical weapons episode yeah. of Clone Wars <laughs> chemical warfare yeah. yeah. facility like, under really uh, do it all. under Naboo where they yeah. have like the, the droidicas roll in and Ahsoka has some moves in there. Mm-hmm. there are some cool Cool fight sequences. There in that is, little sure hole. is. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad two parter. It's just it's good. no, it's not. it's not. Well, and the then best. and then you know, and in it, the
1: second part, the yeah. the a uh, part of the virus gets released inside of it. Anakin and Obi Wan have to go and find the the great, you know, root in the base of a cave that's guarded by what what are those um, the
0: the um the flying the
1: flying Venus flytrap monster. If you can see Kayla
0: right now, she's just like Mandu. Mandu. I'm just like Mandu hands my hands. flying Mandu. Andrew, something like that. That's not right, it.
1: but the the yeah. the creature that is guarding it is like Venus flytrap, mon- like space monsters. Yeah,
0: that's the canon title. Yes, Venus flytrap uh, Audrey space monster. Audrey too. Audrey too. Yeah, came
1: from this. But uh, I, all of this stuff with Ahsoka and Padme. Dying, Anakin is obviously
0: all choked oh, up about it. Oh, he's really he's intense, and that's why they they go to. It's actually it's cool because it's Iago. Yeah, and they actually wear an angel. They live on the moons of Iago. Iago. I think are <laughs> the most beautiful creatures in, in, the, universe. in the
1: universe. Are you I mean, an angel?
0: Yeah, it's, an angel. I have tried that line. It does not work. Mm.
2: Anyway,
1: <laughs> I, I, I was going to note this the uh, the kid. I know that Brian, you're not a fan of Jabba. Uh, I, I don't
0: love him. I don't hate him.
1: Uh, take him or leave him. The thing that I I. I don't really care about him, other than the fact that he is voiced by the same gentleman who voices Danny Phantom, the Nickelodeon series. Right. And that's where I immediately, like, I heard the voice and I, like, perked up immediately. I was like, that's Danny Phantom.
0: He's also got a really roundish, cartoony face. Yeah, he looks, he's like a, angular, he looks like, like a character
1: from Zelda. He looks like a yeah. Link. Yeah, yeah. Link's he, Awakening kind of, yeah, like, he, style he character. He looks like the
0: guy on the boat that sells you bait in Zelda. Yeah. Exactly like yeah. that. Flawless reference. But Anakin is so, like, is so... Gung ho. I like he charges at 30 battle droids who are just saying hello and they're not fighting. He gets through about 20 of them before he realizes, oh, they're not fighting back. He's like, they're my friends. I just programmed them. It's okay. But yeah. they find the virus. He actually, we see an angel who, cool enough, is voiced by Catherine Tabor, voices mm. Pat cool oh, oh, there a go. there. I like the one, the, like the piratey um, Quarren. Uh, here who's like because of the angels yeah. and he's like let uh, me yeah. tell you the story and so this whole yeah. thing is, this whole planet has been blockaded just in case anyone ever
1: wants to does the
0: blue shadow virus it's an enjoyable two-parter but it's, <laughs> it pales in comparison to what I think is the, the strongest uh, triptych in season one, oh, which is the Ryloth uh, trilogy. Storm over Ryloth, Innocence of Ryloth, and Liberty on Ryloth. Planet Ryloth invaded, subjected to a brutal, droid occupation. The people of Ryloth are starving and under the blockade of Separatist fleet. Evil Separatist leader Walt Tambor, blah, 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 will not do the rest of it. Wow. Um, we love the, uh, I love the progression in this arc because it's the Storm of Ryloth is clearing the blockade with Snips and Sky Guy. Then Innocence is... That's Obi-Wan leads the ground battle. And then Storm is Mace Windu is the closer taking the capital of Lesu. Really cool. One, two, three. And that's how you liberate a planet. Jedi style. I like Storm have some great moments for Ahsoka, her first time flying command, and everyone's like, don't yep. be nervous. Um also I love the the villain in this Martuk, a ne- the Nemoidian, yeah, a competent Nemoidean who has somewhat studied Anakin Skywalker, knows him. It's like, well, that's see what he has in store for us. He
1: like sees it as this great chess
2: match. Yeah. He's yeah. Like,
0: and he survives the episode and they never bring him back. Which I was sad. It's they bring back Admiral Trench, the tarantula j- admiral. Yeah, yeah At yeah. one point, they bring him back like twice and we, he actually gets blown up. I, season I, seven is coming, you never know. Ma- Mar-Touk in season seven, who true. knows? <laughs> anyway, um, well, I mean, do, and
1: Ahsoka learns a really big lesson here from Mannequin. She loses a lot of clones and she feels really bad about it. Yeah, this is it.
0: And wipes her face and in y- it. Right. Lauren has that too late moment of jumping. This is, or season one, I should mention, they have a lot of callbacks quotes to films where it's like, spinning is not flying and Anakin's but it's a good trick it's like I remember that line there's a lot (laughs) of that and pretty much every episode or every other one has a I have a bad feeling about this and they're flying in this they're flying the V-19 Torrent Starfighter it's not my favorite Starfighter it's a good Starfighter it's it's okay it's grown on me at the time I didn't like it but they also um, break out the Y-Wings and Ahsoka's Uh, move here with turning the Star Destroyer on its side is straight out of Legends it's straight from the original Zon trilogy it's something that a tactic a Thrawn created it's the same kind of tactic and anyway Ahsoka learns her lesson Yularen you know forgives her backs her up or whatever Yularen's kind of a dick isn't he yeah, am I yeah. alone with that? No, definitely. You're, I mean, you're we, not. You're not wrong. We also learn he he goes full empire and joins the ISB. I mean, he's at that table with Tarkin in A New Hope. He's not a great guy. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. not the
1: not not the coolest
0: of dudes. No, no not I mean, at all. He's not as bad as say. Captain Panaka who would go full Moff Panaka that's what I was going to say but he's like one step away yep. anyway my favorite of this of this round is probably Innocence of Ryloth the next one because there's a I lot agree, of Obi-Wan in here two of my favorite clones Waxer and Boyle and a little Tweelick girl named Numa who keeps going, Nara, Nara. And they, these two clones don't know what that means, and they find out at the end it means brother. Yeah, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan has a great line. And this girl, Numa, would then recur in Rebels, all grown up, fighting with Cham Sandula, mm. voiced by Catherine Tabor again. Wow, so it's real cool. I love that they continue her little story. Thank you, Dave Filoni. Um, but just the, the thing here of... Of Anakin calming the beasts And everything of uh, Not Anakin Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Calming the beasts It's quality Obi-Wan it's stuff here very
1: good Well and then the clone Has that great line Where he's like Whoa And then uh, I think it's, yeah, it's Cody Cody, quiet, Cody quiet, who's
0: like Yeah quiet rookie
1: Quiet rookie yeah. He's like you see this All the time with yeah. the Jedi They're cool We get it yeah no it's, it's
0: it's it's a it's a great clone episode because of moments like that and then we go into liberty on ryloth Ooh. where it's like where are we gonna get mace windu right here and this has my favorite probably my favorite jedi moral of season one which is compromise is a virtue to be cultivated not a weakness to be despised mm. and i think that's an important lesson and i literally i literally i can't believe i wrote this in the notes mace is the ace <laughs> <laughs> oh god um i'm sorry but he's the closer in this he actually fun, sweet fun things, lord he does a Shatterpoint right Uh, alright screw you with that somebody just gave me a thumbs down (laughs) (laughs) shut up wires (laughs) Um, yeah um, quiet wires he does a Shatterpoint which is a cool throwback to the book that's no longer canon but cool about Mace Windu called Shatterpoint and the bridge sequence the bridge the moment of the bridge with Mace and all the sound cuts out and it's battle joint to Mace's face you know, the first time it did this and it did it again, re-watching it and every time I do it, but I gotta do it again, mind blown. Every time Excellent. for the sequence with Mace, um, he gets in there. Wat Tambor is trying to get get away, and he's got the Ark of the Covenant loading onto his ship. If <laughs> yep, yep. you look closely, uh, we get the tactical droids become a thing or a thing yes. at this point, um, which are
1: very. We've seen them a couple of times before, but yeah. be, I think by this point in the season, you realize that these guys are they're the people who the people droids who actually. Come up with everything. yeah, they're the smart
0: ones, yeah, and yeah. and usually smarter than the actual separatist S- leaders smarter, like, but like
1: Maybe not better at winning.
0: No, and they're always kind of voice. So they Phil Lamar voiced the first one, and then mm-hmm. they're rotating different people yeah. voice different and I,
1: ones. And I guess the the whole lesson with them is that since we're thinking of this in kids show and lessons to be learned and all of that, the lesson being that. You know, tactics and percentages will only get you so far. Sometimes you have to do what the Jedi do, which is what Obi-Wan and Anakin are so feared for, which is just improvising and coming up with something that is just completely bonkers.
0: Absolutely. You can plan all day long, but when when things go wrong in war, war. and in podcasting, you got to improvise a little bit. Let's let's toast to that. um, Also in this episode is Blurgs, I should say, are made technically canon in this episode. Bury me with my
2: Blurgs! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's a Mandalorian he... call out. Right, it's a Mandalorian.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. given another another Ooh. thumbs down oh, over oh, here. Oh,
0: was, was it a Mandalorian call out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Well, I think I think we got it. Okay, you got um,
2: it. <laughs> more, more.
0: I think you got him. Anyway, we got the blurgs. Uh, I like the clone trying to ride the blurgs; is really fun, and the image of of blurgs and uh, and the little walkers going down the hill to Lesu is a great image. Anyway, May saves the day. Um, he's about to blow the whole planet, but in flies Sky Guy and Snips, and the day is saved. And it's like and Ahsoka's like that was a close one, and Anakin's like, isn't it always Snips? <laughs> and it's uh, it's really cool, and it's um. But technically, also this episode has. As a prequel, and it's also the season three episode Supply Lines. Part, half of that episode is Champs and Dula on Ryloth leading into this, and the other half is Jar Jar on Toy Daria getting the meeting with Katunko for Yoda in Ambush. The
1: timelines, my it's really God. weird. So,
0: season three Supply Lines is weird how it's kind of an, a prequel to two. Big episodes.
1: It's so weird. <laughs> we'll okay. get that when we get to anyway. supply lines.
0: Supply lines is a spe- very special episode because it has Jar Jar dancing with plates. Anyway, Mister Duwansa tricks up for the negotiations. Anyway, yes! hostage crisis is the finale, and we got welcome Cad Bane. Cad Bane at your service. I'll take on any job for the right price. Who I love. Uh, he's great. Voiced by Corey Burden. He yes. just makes a firm, And we've talked about
1: Cad Bane before we we uh, have. This so, on yep. the podcast. Yeah, yep. but
0: this is his first appearance in the series, and immediately it's, he's the Levon Cleef, you know, of this show, and they based it on him, and... Clean them off the. He's like pretty much like take them off the platform. And say, I can't. I can't do it, Cabane. I'll say it right now. He's just all around great and very formidable. He's got Aura Singh in the mix, who only gets one line here, but she'll get more later. He takes the Senate hostage. We get see another another Grand Senator gets shot in the back. It's it's like Grand Senators don't last very. It's literally the same as Senator Karras from Gunga General, but painted purple.
1: I also that's so good. I also have to bring up because I will always. Bring up the the Anakin, uh, Padme moments. Oh, They're just the lightsaber so conversation. intense. Yeah. The thing yeah. he he's such a baby. It's, and I, she's like, I, it, God it, it, bless my him. Work's I love it. And he's like, like, more
0: important than me? More important than me? Our like, relationship's not like, more you but married important. a
1: galactic senator. What did you think you were yeah. getting, yeah. you dummy? And it's this
0: weird thing. It's like, hold my lightsaber. It's, just, it's heavier than I thought. I'm like, what are they really That talking is
1: about? a f- <laughs> wow. moment, yeah. my friend. And then she just <laughs> ends up
0: keeping it because with, that's how the episode happens. Because if it's like, Anakin had because his lightsaber, Anakin, this episode would be over. The in dummy. Five minutes. And I like that Cad. It's, I don't know where this falls chrono, chronologically, but Cad Bane immediately goes Skywalker when he sees him. It's like so he yeah. knows of him, or as they've they tangled before. before. Anyway, they actually do kiss in this episode. I thought they were going to make it a running bit where Anakin and Padme always come close but never kiss. Yeah. They full-on make out in Padme's office. I'm here for it. Yeah, less, um, why not? And yep, why, why, why not? are they taking the Senate hostage? to Finally. release To release me. That's right. Waited all <laughs> season long, but here
2: I am.
1: As soon as I... I, I, I had watched part of this episode before, <sighs> and then on the rewatch, I, I was watching it, and then as soon... As he showed up, I, just, I I fa- I flashed forward to Flash this moment to when this I, moment I <laughs> where, you, you where were you going to be doing, doing this drinking
2: spatchcock with little me here.
0: Another, you're not gonna get away with it.
2: I can't believe they ended the season with zero. The, it dr- literally the zero literally, it's like z-
0: zooms out <laughs> and it's zero's oh. ass, like zooming <laughs> away from the camera. It's like, hoping like what you looking at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and anyway. the, d- the director of this episode is young carlo volpe right yeah,
0: yeah yeah it is who directs it's it's there are so many, we didn't even get into it but there's so many great directors. writers and directors oh, all it's beautiful all the it's so Brian, funny Kalen o'connell goes on like directs the hell out of some of these we'll get more into that and hopefully our more put together takedown of takedown rundown <laughs> Season two, the <laughs> takedown. Um, there's a lot here, though. There's there's no episode of this show really that's without consequence. Even when we get to Droid Spa, there are, and that's another thing about Hostage Crisis. That one, this one also has a top and tail in season three. Season three's evil plans, which is the Droid Spa episode, is the prequel to this episode. My God, and Hunt for Zero in season three, where they go hunting for little old me is after this. So for the full Zero Cad Bane experience, season three, Evil Plans, then this, then Hunt for Zero, it's a very special 3 Pete, if you want to do that. Now, let's go to over, uh, you've gotten our impressions, everything else, and and we are, this is, woo. that was a season. This is this is a season, but <gasps> say, uh, we've gone through what some of our biggest episodes, you both have to pick, say one episode out of all of season one to I go with. K- uh, Caitlin, you stuck your hand up first? Yep. W- what's, what's yours?
1: Uh, hostage Crisis. Hasta awesome, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a, I love something that feels like a one-off.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, even though it's like, it's
1: definitely not. Oh,
0: it, it, most of the one-offs, in we've this, established. Like, oh, you like that one-off? Well, we're gonna or make it, it a it, whole it, thing. Ring? Yeah.
1: Uh, I really like it, and I love all of the. I wanted Obi Wan. Kind of any. The more I watch the show, the more I realize that my favorite Star Wars character I think of all time is Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and specifically Caitlin. with you, yeah.
0: probably prequel Obi Wan, because you like yeah. Ewan and you like the Ewan SASS.
1: I love Ewan. and, and James Arnold Taylor
0: does the SASS really well. It's so he does. good. Yeah. So okay, I'm there for it, Matt. You have to pick one favorite you, episode. You, you get to pick one. Yeah, favorite, <sighs> not best. Um, I think
2: it's a, it's a it's a tie frame between Ambush and Rookies. Choose, pick one. Ambush. Okay. I don't know. I like Yoda.
0: I, I, I respect like that. Yeah. yeah I know, really so, like so we're at, so we're yeah, yeah, at really, the, wow.
1: the end of the season and the beginning In the of B- the most season.
0: Controversial yeah. opinion on Star Wars ever voiced. <laughs> I don't know. I like Yoda. I like Yoda. I Call Yoda's me crazy. Cool, you know, I know a lot of people don't, but I personally like Listen, Yoda. A lot I of people stand of for Yoda. A lot of people hate Empire Strikes Back, but personally, I think it's good. <laughs> yeah. Call me crazy. um if I had to choose, it would be *Innocence* on Ryloth. Oh, um, because okay, I re- the eat, heady choice. Eat, eat me. Okay, number one. <laughs> yeah. Number two. I mean, I think that's my. Excuse savi- I think
1: that's my sa- second favorite, yeah, though. Yeah,
0: because it's a lot of Obi Wan. It's a lot of Obi Wan. It's wonderful. Uh, the, the, I love Waxer and Boyle. I love the interactions with Numa. I love a, little, little, a little, little Twilight girl. Yeah, and she's you know, tw- if we're talking about Twi'leks, we're looking at, at the guy married to one choking over I'm here sorry. after his lame <laughs> attempt at humor. Yeah, you that's what you he, get.
2: You said eat me. <laughs>
0: Is that all that's it a, takes? All right, yeah. Is that how low the bar has gone? Oh, listeners, I'm just, you know, I'm not sorry. Spotchka but Nights. Matt, sorry. Welcome back sorry. to Spotchka Nights. Anyway, with that, we're commercially going to throw the break. And none of you are going to come back. But please listen <laughs> yeah, to please. these messages. We'll be, back. we'll be back right after this. Please stay tuned.
1: Cool, oh, yeah, my cool.
0: We're back and welcome back to Spotchka Nights. And now it's time to look at some galactic points of interest.
2: Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal.
0: We begin with something we're going to call Taika Watch, according to the uh, to the Entertainment Reporter. <laughs> Heard of that famous paper? The according- Hollywood Reporter. The Hollywood right? Reporter, the I believe it's called. Reporter. Heard of it? Uh, uh, talk much? Anyway, Disney is quote unquote courting Taika Waititi for a Star Wars film. And that's as much that's, as we know. That's literally yep. it. But I love that idea. Do you guys like that idea? I do. Look. I think this is
2: another Disney. Like we're just going to throw it on Twitter. Yeah, like it's a leak. What do you guys feel he about? You guys think
0: they're bait, they're baiting? I, it's think like, they're See ba- what they're
2: I feel like there's a lot of bait this week. Who's
0: going to dislike this? though? No one. Based no one. on anyone, anyone who watched that the, his episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, nobody's going to. You know, know I was discussing
2: this before with someone, and it's like you know, don't lock him into a trilogy. Don't lock him into no. anything. Just be like, make a movie. Yeah, and then if six more movies come out of it, yeah. great, great, man.
1: Make awesome. one
0: great movie. Well, you yeah. know, since and John
1: Favreau is co- uh, John Favreau. John Favreau, obviously, in Star Wars, associated with the MCU, along with... Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, the yeah. entire... The Marvel-Star Wars crossover is insane, obviously, it, it, all owned by Disney. Yeah. It makes sense. And we know yeah.
0: Feige is in the mix now, potentially. Exactly. So, I mean, let's not forget but that... But
1: make
2: Filoni the Feige of Star Wars. That needs to happen.
0: Oh, I could not agree, I agree. more. Yeah, just well, give well, I, I, I mean, Kathleen everything. Ken- I Still Kathleen Kennedy. I don't... I, I still think yeah. she's sure. done done an, ex- an extraordinary job under incredibly difficult she's circumstances. She's still the boss. But... Absolutely, we, Dave, need we need a creative liaison. Who better? Yes. Who better than the than the chosen one himself, Dave Filoni? Yeah, and with an army of Taika's and Deborah Chows and Rachel Talalay's and the Cohen yes. brothers. That's yep. right. Not giving that uh, up. No, yeah. Cohen brothers. They're doing it. There we go. Now, there's a certain photo on socials from John Favreau. Caitlin, what was in this photo?
1: Well, I'm so glad that you asked, Brian. Uh, This was a very blurry, very badly taken, adorable photo that John Favreau put on
0: Twitter. But that's the best part of the photo. That's the best part of it. That's why it's (laughs) so charming. It makes it look real. Because
1: it is... George Lucas staring lovingly down at the Yoda baby puppet
0: as lovingly as George Lucas looks at it. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Can I, uh, just kind of passively lovingly yeah. looking at it? But yeah. I, I will. He's like, you know, no, this, this
0: is okay. Her, uh, her rhymes.
1: I mean, I, I will note too, that uh, it was recently reported that that Yoda baby is worth $5 million. Whoa. The actual
0: puppet? The actual puppet. You know what? That's not enough, Caitlin. Dollars.
2: Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. You know what? Take no. that number and double it. So um, I have a, I have a big like wish For Mandalorian season two, okay, and it's give George Lucas an episode. Let him write and direct an episode. How amazing would that be? Oh, I like that idea. That's fun. This is so much fun. Is this a a hot take or a hot wish? This is a hot take. Hot Hot, take. Hot hot take. Hot wish. Sound it.
0: That is the best take slash request you ever had on the show thank you I appreciate that I could not possibly agree with that more I would love writing or directing or both both Both. Both. give them everything give them the keys to one episode let's see
2: what can happen oh that would be so cool it would be so cool I would really love that and I feel like it would be like his like his, his redemption I mean not that he needs
0: redemption because George Lucas is fantastic yeah, I feel like at this point people are really loving him no people it, love it, him again we're, yeah, we're yeah, in like, we the roundabout we're where back, it's like yeah, we're back prequels, to loving George the prequels well, are the greatest of yep. the greatest movies ever made everyone <laughs> exactly, loves George yes exactly when can we get rid of JJ then we, yep. you know a couple uh, of years we from are now
2: five, it's,
1: whenever we are five years from now yeah, George is like, back
0: and yeah. we want him on Mandalorian Yeah, and if you look closely in the background of this thing there is a window that looks triangular and looks not unlike a Star Destroyer window I'm just saying um, oh, is this so, a season two photo? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's oh. not totally confirmed because okay. it,
1: it, no one has decided whether or not it is a a, a leftover behind the scenes from season one because he did visit the set for season one. Okay. And yeah. And season two is shooting. We don't know if season two, if this is part of
2: that. I'm yet. not going to lie. I was no. hoping for the Mandalorian season two time jump where like Yoda's a teenager.
0: <laughs> no, we need more time. Yeah, we need more baby Yoda. We need more Yoda baby, baby. Uh, We don't, uh, we don't uh, need yep. teenage Groot situations. Okay, okay. 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 Um, Anyway, but also in the news, uh, Matt Martin from the Lucasfilm Story Group, who has been ever since Pablo Hidalgo did his mega, he did his Thanos snap pretty much. He blocked half of his followers at random. He just got sick and tired of dealing with questions and BS, and he got a lot of it thrown at him from every which way, so I don't blame him. Matt Martin of the Story Group has kind of picked up the torch and is the one who everyone tweets at asking Star Wars questions, and he answers all so many of them, and our our, my, our hearts just go out to you, Mr. Martin, and by the way, you're welcome on the show anytime, uh, but he said answers about the Mando helmet thing, who takes them off, who doesn't, mm. when they decided that, that is going to be answered. There is an answer for it. He's like, it will probably be on the show itself. Wow, I would um, hope so. So I thought that was interesting. Also, um, in other news, Rise of the Resistance opens today, as we're recording this, it opened today, rather, on the 17th, at Disneyland, now in LA. Now it's at both... Coasts. Uh, photos were being posted of people lining up around 4 a.m. Um, Jeez. Yeah, and I hope they got on. There were a lot yeah. of people pissed off. Um, prolific Sci-Fi Wire contributor Tara Bennett was there, a uh, host of other podcasts on her site like Project Blue Book and Through the Looking Glass. She also literally wrote the book on Outlander. You can check out her coverage of the Disneyland version of this experience also on Sci-Fi Wire.com. But I talked with her today, and she said they are. Now, she went she didn't experience it like I did, like going the day after Christmas. Right, right, she right, went yeah, on yeah. press Day and she's like, she pretty much said, what's wrong with you? When I told her what I did, it was like, well, that was the day. <laughs> um, but they said they are doing the same boarding pass queue thing that they're doing in Orlando when we do our bonus episode about the field guide to Galaxy's Edge. You'll learn all the more about that. It still doesn't work very well. Nope. And uh, people are still pissed off about it. I- I'll just say it's... She also asked how many people can they get on the ride and one thing and they just looked at her like she had five heads. Right, like, we're not telling you that. That's um, But for more on that, it's all it's all the rundown. It sounds like it's it's very similar. And there are some. We'll talk about this later. But there's some. Can, this ride is considered canon in the, yeah, the events yeah. of this ride. Are yep. but there's a big inconsistency in that Kylo in this in this ride is wearing his mask mm-hmm. and it's not smashed. And it's not rebuilt. Yet. Oh, it's not and rebuilt yet. This is yet. taking place between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Oh, you ruined it, Disney. I mean, dang, also, <laughs> that's a
1: big—that's a big detail that's for them to yeah.
0: Also, the at 80s that are also a big part of this ride are not the First Order ones; they're the Imperial ones. This is interesting. Mm. So, what's the deal if this is canon? The anyway, Imagineers
1: are kind mm. of. But I will
0: i will just say this: it is very hard getting on this ride. Yes, but if you go and you can't get on it or whatever, don't take it out on the park the people who work in the park or even the the hospitality people in the red vest or any of the citizens workers at batu they know it's a problem it is not their fault and they're getting yelled at i know that they i know that
1: they will be nothing but nice to you and they are literally trained to be nothing but nice to you but please be nice yeah don't
0: don't yell at them because also because they they have no control over this it is literally like not even a little bit their fault yeah and they are the nicest people and so they get They're being screamed at all the time. So please be nice to them. Because they are very nice people. Just in general, just be be nice nice to people. Just, you know, be nice. Um, Also, merchandising. Merchandising. Merchandising.
1: Merchandising.
0: Build a what? Caitlin, you know what this is. A
1: Build a Bear Yoda baby. Yep. Is coming to Build a Bear.
2: Okay, but what are you going to build? I mean, with the Yoda baby? Okay, you're but all, build a Yoda the, baby. you can build but a Yoda like,
1: baby have you ever been gonna, to build a bear I
2: gonna, think so what do you think you're going to build a f***ing <laughs> giraffe <laughs> yeah but like but wait but like, can you can I give him
0: different clothes Can yeah, I give I'm him, sure you can is that what you're going to put yeah. him in I don't know I know what you're going mean, to put I'm him sure in a I'm Mando sure they will armor because he's, he's, he's the head right. of a new Mando armor that are the Green Lanterns 50 years from now I mean I'm sure there will be
1: you can put him in his little in his little cloak thingy in his little weird pajama
2: potato sack thing I'm just wondering what the accessories are for my I a Yoda Yoda also, baby. You want to dress him up like Natasha What Romanoff? if I want a Yoda baby fireman? Can I, mean, I have that? You, I'm sure you can. Great. That's an option. This is fantastic.
1: Uh, build, I, you can do that to Build-A-Bear build dogs and bears, so I'm sure you can do it to Then I baby.
2: totally support this decision. Why do you want Baby Yoda fighting fires? I don't know,
0: because I feel like he can put out the fires with real the, easy the, the, with his hand. With his magic do, hand thing. Do the
2: magic hand thing, Oh we got a fire. Do the magic hand oh God, thing. Fire, the, yeah. magic hand
0: thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the force has no, it's like, Conjure water From his Okay No he this can is, like Condense it He's anyway, a now. Like, Baby <laughs> Yoda Build a bear If you want to go Build a Yoda baby You can Um Great. There's also uh, Baby Yoda jewelry From Rock Love That is being sold I think yep. this is out Right now
1: Yeah 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 It's, it's, a, you, it's you a, just a little amazing. It's a little Silver Yoda baby
0: On a okay. chain Beautiful yeah. That's it's, it it's, it's quite nice Best That's scar. It. Is it maybe, the maybe. Best car? <laughs> after so much disarray? It's good to have a baby. Best car necklace. Wouldn't you agree? Anyway, also Baby Yoda problems was trending at some point. Did you read any of these? I did. They uh, were they were they were good.
1: They we're good if, if anyone has any I didn't see any That really stuck out to me If anyone wants to send me Any hashtag Get Baby Yoda problems no Online No Baby Yoda
0: problem Rang Caitlin's bell I, will,
1: uh, I'll, uh, I would love to see someone That'll really make me chuckle Yeah so. send
0: them just to her Leave the rest of us out of it <laughs> Yeah please okay. um, I'll just
1: send them to them So that it, it, It's fine it's And
0: cool. finally in news We have Baby Yoda loves chicken nuggets Matt yeah. Explain this to me
1: okay. Matt was very happy about this I'm this a week. Big I've never fan.
2: seen him happier I'm a big fan So there's this YouTube video Video, uh, it's an animated video. Uh, I want to get the guy's name right or, or girl. Uh, it, it, the YouTuber is called HerFooks. The, the name of the YouTube video is called "Baby Yoda Chicken Nuggets Song." It's really good. And You were singing a
0: little of it. Before. I was.
2: Uh, I'd like wires to play back a little bit of it, but I'll I'll give you some of the lyrics. What in the air is this smell? Is chicken nuggets?
0: How was this episode? still going on. It's still happening. Is, still is, happening. This yeah. is still the same episode. This is still, we've been on like, the Starbinger for six not days. Not to quote another movie, it's but been, yeah. it's yeah. been 84,
2: 84 years. years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wires, if we could get a yeah, brief playback Wires. of that, yeah, of the, yeah. the, the actual song. Give was play the
0: Chicken nugget song. Play Sam, since apparently we're referencing every movie tonight.
2: What in the air this smell is. Chicken nuggets. Must I go to find Thank you very much. And now we're moving on. on. But trust me, watch the video. It'll change your life, and it's great. Yes. Yeah, Uh, yeah, okay.
0: Um, Awesome. Now, we're recording before the new episode of Star Wars Resistance comes out, but there is a preview, so we're going to buckle up for a micro sized edition of Resistance Roundup we here recording. I'm not, I'm not even, not even going to bother before this episode comes out, but we do have a preview coming on Sunday, January 19th is an episode called Rebuilding the Resistance and the preview is on YouTube right now. Viniza Doza is back along with a bunch of other Resistance X-Wings right at the beginning. They fly right into the Colossus and I feel like just last episode I was moaning all entitled about when are they gonna get back to the resistance? And then this preview's like, Here you go, a hole. Here's Here, all of that. It's, yeah, I felt yeah. I felt bad. I felt like I was ah, whatever, being entitled to whatever else. But to answer my the question, it's when is the Resistance going to come back into play? Uh, this Sunday. So if you're listening to this, that episode's already out, and we will um, we all look forward to watching it, don't we? Yes, we do. Well, bugaroos, we're, that's it for Resistance Roundup. Mm-hmm, That'll make up mm-hmm. for the extra size portion that you had last time. Anyway, this is going to take us into gaming. Okay, now we're not going to talk about Fallen Order, but I am, we are going to talk about Star Wars D&D, which is interesting. I dropped by a game on Twitch last night, dm by listener Brett. And hosted on Twitch by uh, listener Andrew and featuring Lee and maybe as well as Andrew they were playing and they're playing Star Wars 5th edition which is a full conversion for regular D&D. It's not the separate Star Wars RPG but it's a conversion that that you can do on on, uh, on RPG on D&D and it's created by the only name I could get was Steven. Um, and on Twitter, it's at Galafile. Uh But he made this thing, and it's really, uh, really pretty cool. It has a player's handbook, and then there are ad-ons called Scum and Villainy, Starships of the Galaxy, and Wretched Hives. I watched about uh, two hours before I had to go and 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 do other things. But these guys did a really cool job. It's a uh, Brett was a was a good DM. They had like a whole crawl sequence. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, I'm um, so sad
1: that I couldn't be yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. and
0: this and it involved the storyline. It looks like with this edition, you could do all kinds of fun story things. It involved Lethal a Porg. And I immediately thought of you, Caitlin, because there's a force-sensitive droid in the mix. Which oh,
1: I love that. That kind of happened-
0: a force-sensitive yeah, droid? it kind of happened. They were telling uh, me it kind of happened due to a role going That's not wrong. how the force works. Well, apparently- Well, in d and fair in D&D. <laughs> that's roll, great. roll for perception. Uh- Yes, that uh, is how it works No, I guess no, no, no. I'm not making yeah. fun. I Within
1: the D&D world. Yeah,
0: it's apparent. I yeah. guess what I was, they were saying it was a roll gone wrong or something. I mean, I'm going to start I'm going to start
1: DMing my own uh, group here in uh, February. So, this is, oh. this so is, well,
0: take this notes. My yeah, yeah. my D&D character was just killed a couple weeks ago. Oh, good. No thanks to you, Ryan Halsefer, <laughs> the DM who killed my character. So much oh, probably it. never found it. He did not deserve it. He anyway. Um As always, it was really fun watching these guys play. They were having so much fun and as always anytime the word saving throw or perception check gets mentioned, I feel like I'm about to die. Well, and Kayla and I were were talking, we would like to uh, attend the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we missed it. Well, I'm sure you're more than... We're going to
1: make a a, a date uh, for the three of us together. on Twitch
0: so anyone can can go. No, everybody go, (laughs) but I want to watch. Yeah. We're going to make a note to do so. If you're listening, let us know when your next game is going to be and all of us will be there. And now it is time for Caitlin's word of the week. Caitlin, your word of the week is.
1: The word of the week is spatchka. Yes.
0: Yeah, uh, I really should have seen that coming. <laughs> and that's gonna take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Comments on Twitter, a little bit of a stir we caused about exical sex parties. Um, (laughs) User Chris Levesque um, sent a meme about exical sex parties that was a spin on Ray and TFA where she's in the you will loosen the restraints. This time, that one one caught me off guard. She's saying, lock the door and tighten my restraints. (laughs) And he just said exical sex parties. Um, Also on Twitter, Andrew Bush asked if uh, they saw the razor crest at the end of Clone Wars uh, season two, episode 17, which is uh, called bounty hunters no you didn't and i and i talked about this it does look similar but that ship is the halo owned by the bounty hunter suji and it is an ss-54 assault ship but it lo- does look somewhat similar and finally pat piper big friend of the show pointed out that there is some precedence for electric guitars and stuff like that um when we we're talking about that with kevin kiner's music that yeah. he got away from he's saying the chorus on speeder chase and uh in attack of the clones kind of has some Electric guitars I banging can, around in there. I can see there. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's more of this kind of, you know, it's the it's more guaranteed...
1: su- it's more subtle. Yeah. I think. A- and then but...
0: they also pointed out that that Mando uses a lot of new. This is true. Like they use well. a lot of like they uh, don't steel f- guitar stuff. Yeah, they don't go and... full rave. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I'm in the middle of the rave scene in it's, the second. It's
1: appropriately western S. Yeah.
0: It's and and they called it out and and but there is some slight precedence. But at the same time, I'm glad that Kevin Kiner gets rid of it. Anyway, with that mercifully. <laughs> We're going to go to final thoughts. Matt, oh my your God. final thought on all this. It better not. Do not say Spotchka or I will blast you right in half right here. <sighs>
2: <sighs>
0: that was Matt's final thought. Caitlin, final thought.
1: Uh, I can't wait to see more of all of our favorite characters interacting as we move throughout the seasons. It's, I, just, it's delightful. Yeah, it's so
0: fun. It really is. This got me so pumped in season one. The thing is, and to see, knowing how much- how many of the favorite characters and moments and themes that we all talked about yep. that come back. We it's going to even...
1: break my damn heart, and I can't wait. Yeah, we don't have to wait very
0: long, because Cad Bane opens season two. Hell and yeah. then season two, very soon in, has one of the best action episodes the show ever did. It's the one that you test. It's the one that I put on when I test, when I get the new Blu-ray set, or it's like, Woo! oh, let's see how they look on Disney Plus. That's the one I put on. Nice. It's, uh And... It's no big, it's landing at point rain. Tune anyway, in next week. Um, it's, we'll it's, be here. It's landing at point rain. It's come on. We um, aren't
1: leaving this exact same spot for a week.
0: I hope so. I hope not. <laughs> wow. I wish I had known that. But um, I would, Welcome. Have, I would have planned my vacuum lo- trips a I've little differently. The, I've <laughs> No,
1: I've 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 locked the the ship doors. And meanwhile, we're I guess leaving.
0: Caitlin's literally saying Matt's force sensitive child can just fend for himself. Oh, he'll anyway, be fine. He's really force sensitive. Well, with that, we're gonna toss this episode to the crack of aura, But Woo! join us next week where we'll take a look at season two of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Sir, yes, sir. As well as everything else you've come to know and love. <laughs> I couldn't even get through that with a straight face. In the meantime, feel free to reach out to us on social media if you so choose. Caitlin, you could be found where?
1: I can be found at, at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the president's. Matt,
0: you can be found where?
2: Find me at, at M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O, Matt Romano on Twitter.
0: While he builds a fireman baby Yoda. And I can be found on Twitter at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S and Skywalker, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you for better or worse, negative or positive. We all love it and it's all useful. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snook them if you got 'em, take it, Chevy, and remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken. Hi, Carrie. Hot Slayer, fulfill your destiny. <laughs> <laughs>